You're tuning in to Pastar Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro Center Dan Copen. Mike, we're having a day in here, buddy. Okay? Tell you what. <laughs> so episode 47, uh, Mike King. Recurring guest now, back back at it. We had we had Olivia on last time with him, so we got it's boys' day today. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Um, you're in. Are you in a new apartment right now? Is this accurate? I, just, I moved in on Friday. You oh. put a you put a clock on the wall already? Uh, no big deal. I got I got a sweet couch behind me. Wow! You can see my my kitchen over there. How did you even TV? Cribs. How did you even? Yeah, take us through. Let's do cribs. Uh, how did you even get stuff? Because nobody can buy anything right now, right? I mean, well, how did you get a couch? I, I uh, couch was Facebook Marketplace. Uh, yep. The three stools were my girlfriend's parents. Um, the nightstand was my girlfriend's grandmother's. There you I got, go. Like, so a you bunch. Went, I, I'm sitting yeah. on chairs right now that are Facebook Marketplace. It's good. Perfect. So, so you went like garage selling. I, exactly. I, I mean, that's just smart shopping. It's very smart shopping. The reason I'm asking about the apartment, Mike, is Are we rolling, because, by the way? Oh, yeah, we're rolling. I what, did the episode 47. Oh, you did? Okay. Oh, yeah. Did you pass our so prime? Mike's, uh, Mike, yeah. yeah. So Mike's going to join Dan, us, friend Mike of the King. program. Yep, Yankees. Place okay. for the Yankees. Um, so, Dan's having a tough day because oh. he wakes up today and to a flood in his house. <laughs> <laughs> Noah's Ark. So, this Mike, is stuff I'm not going to have to deal with. I'm, well, yeah, actually, I'm no, not even shitting you. All right, so... I can't even, if I was still playing and I had to deal with this this morning, I don't even know what I would be doing right now besides just kicking myself in the balls over and over (laughs) again. It's like, it's like a speed bag right now. So had a nice night, normal night. You ate a lot of candy, you said. I did. It it wasn't a good night for that, but I, I, we have a November miles challenge, you know, tips, a very big, uh, a very competitive guy. Um, and if you're starting a November miles challenge, Mike, as a professional athlete on the Peloton, on the Peloton, doesn't yep. matter what. If you're starting a challenge and that starts November first, <laughs> when would you start working out? When would you start that challenge? Would you start on November first, or would you wait till November third? I would start November first. Okay, that's what a, a serious athlete, yeah. or maybe, maybe maybe even a major league ba- baseball player. Would do. <laughs> you're saying semi pro. You're gonna call maybe, me semi pro again. Semi pro over here <laughs> would start. Would start on November third. What yeah. is the mentality there? The I don't reason, get it. I'll tell you. Okay, so I had a big week too. So it was. I had. We had tons of clients in on the first. Very tough for me. I still got to work, Mike. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't oh, have yeah. these here, here, luxuries. Mike. Mike. Here know? come the excuses again because yeah. he's got his ass kicked in February, and yeah. this was the excuse. So. Already on, a mental ar- already, <laughs> already on day three, this guy is saying, "Oh, work's coming into play." No, it, you know what? You know what? You know what? The Rock does. You know what? You know what? You know what? Liver King does. Yeah, well, Liver King is a good. You know dude. what? Other people do. They don't let your schedule dictate to I, them what they're going to do. Mike There's 24 hours of the day. Get up an hour earlier. I know. So I listen. I'm, I'm I grinded so today. I did, I did a nice ride. Dan, this, we I've didn't even get to what happened to me this morning. Well, we'll come back to it because the first thing I do want to say before this, I, I am. We're doing the miles challenge. I'm going, Mike. Funniest part about this whole interview today is the fact that after the last interview that we have, Mike on, <laughs> he sent me a text. I could read it, and he's like, "Hey, that's that's great." Blah blah blah. Like three days later, he sends me the thing. He goes. I didn't know that was Dan Copen. <laughs> so, in my defense, yeah. you never once said who he is. You just said, like, Dan. former athlete. I said Dan, Dan, though, right? And I thought Dan. that you being a Hendrickson guy, a Rhode Island guy, you knew, like, who Dan was, but maybe not. Maybe. I mean. That makes you feel I good, mean, though, actually. Like, he, he's not, he's yeah. not Madonna. He doesn't go by one name. That's right. And That's true. And he's now skinny and, in, like, in perfect shape. Oh, and I'm like, God. He can come on every this? week. I know. He did say that, too. I could read the text. He was and, like, and, oh, and he looks see, great. I see the email thread afterwards, and it was like, D. Copen or Dan mm-hmm. Copen. Yeah. I was like, wait, like, Patriots Dan Copen? He was like, yeah, you didn't know that the whole interview? And I was like, uh, no. He <laughs> thinks so there's just some slap dick next to you. Which it probably is a slap dick. I mean, I probably am. The other part is the fact that we talked about Boston College like a few yeah, times. Yeah, and you had no clue then. 
Which you played it off close. well. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that that's the natural move when you're getting interviewed by somebody that you don't know, or like Junior Seau used to call everybody Buddy because he didn't remember the name, <laughs> yeah. but it made it made yeah. that person feel uh, it feel feel good. Like, hey, we yeah. have a connection here, even that's, though Junior never knew your name. I. I laughed so hard when he sent that, and I've been holding on to that this whole time. You've been waiting. He'd be coming oh, back on. I, you know what? That, that, I, I enjoy that. Uh, I, I was like just that. like, I, I, no, and I knew you would because you're like an anonymity guy. Like, or is that the word? Like, you like it when if to not be recognized. You don't want to have like you want to go out to eat and like nobody knows like what you did. Yeah. No, you do wear the f- rings around a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, did I? Uh, so we were uh, along that line. So I was uh, going out early, and I the screen's kind of like it's a little high. It's a little, a little I kind of like it. No, it's nice. I like it. Yeah. Um, I was friends with Euclid early on in my career when he was just starting out with the Red Sox, and I'd been there for a number of years with the Patriots beforehand. But when we would go out, it would be you. Yuke would be the guy getting recognized. I was like, mm-hmm. Yuke, you're you're like a rookie right now or something like that. How is this that like everybody knows you and I'm just the slapdick next to you? Which is great. It, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really mind. Rings. It, it fits the Lyman pers- <laughs> uh, personality where it's just, all right, you go out, do your job. You're not looking for the recognition. Help the team win and then you know go home, go to bed, get up and do it again. Yuke was like, hey, just think about it. you got a helmet on the whole time. Nobody yeah. can see mm-hmm. your face. You're not on the... You know, the interviews like Brady or, you know, Welker or Moss, whatever. Um, and I'm sitting out there at first base or third base in a baseball cap. So, you know, I'm more visible mm-hmm. than you. So that makes sense on that. But I appreciate him not knowing me. I know. This, we'll we'll chop that up some more with the whole BC thing. Are you getting are you getting recognized in New York yet? You got to be close. No. I mean, so it, the only time I've ever actually been recognized outside of the stadium, because, like, when you're at the stadium, they're looking for yeah, you. They're whatever, like, yep. as I'm pulling out of the parking garage, whatever it is, they, they will see me. But the only time I've ever been recognized was actually after my first date with my current girlfriend. Uh, oh, that's, 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 that's good, good timing. Good timing on that. Yep. Could have been perfect time. She yep. left, and, like, I was walking back to my car, and someone I heard him say Mike King. And I was like, there's no way he just said my name. So I turned around and then the guy was like, I told you I was my king. Like, blah, blah, blah. Nice. And yep. the good thing is they DM me to say like, hey, I was the one that just saw you on like 8th and Houston or whatever. And I yep. was like, oh, hey, there you go. So I have proof that it actually happened because I was alone yeah. when it happened. Yeah, because yeah. you basically hey, hon, hey, hon, look what happened. Yeah, look what happened. Look at yeah, They recognized me. Yeah, see that? Because uh, you kind of look I like every uh, investment banker in New York. You could be. Well, that's in- what I, I, I was going to say. Like we're, we're average-looking white men. We're not that's called right. like Bliss, or I'm not like Aaron Judge, six eight, and like stand out. So I take the subway in all the time, and not a single person ever, especially when I have a mask on, no one ever recognized me. You know, yeah. so it's kind. It's nice, um, but it was cool to definitely like get that, yeah. that first one. Let's you, change. You, let's you, change that. Well, by the you, way, yeah, we need, yeah, we need some. Yeah, we, let's get you to be like superstar status. You know, we can get there. <laughs> what are you going to ask him? Uh, ride the subway in now. Do we take like hand wipes and sanitizer on that thing now? That's nowadays? dangerous. No, I mean, it, whatever. It's, yeah. it's honestly, it's just the best way to get around. Oh my God. I mean, parking here is just ridiculous. So I'd rather, I leave my car at the stadium and then just yep. subway everywhere. All right. So let, let, let's, let's get into what happened to me this morning. Well, is this your first yes. place that you've been like, uh, so were you staying like hotels? Have you been, well, I mean like through minor leagues and everything, you don't even like live anywhere. <laughs> so it's a yeah. tough life. And, and then you might be hoteling it like through when you're like up and down, maybe you're not sure. Is this like kind of the first commitment for you in terms of a place? Um, Technically, in New York, yes, I, I have yep. a place in, in Florida that I every offseason I go to and, and, yep. and whatever rent that place. Um, but yes, and it was honestly, it was Jameson Tyone convinced me to do it, and then he ended up getting ankle surgery, so now he's not. He, he's here throughout the entire offseason, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, you can like when you're here, you'll have a me to work out with and throw with all that, whatever." And he said, "What's great about having a place here is even if you leave for the offseason or for spring training, whatever it is." coming back to a place that's already furnished, already moved in. It's so much better than like scrambling to find a six month lease and moving stuff in or getting furniture, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it. Yeah. So good. 
Well, I now you completely <laughs> agree. Now you have responsibilities, right? Because you have an area. <laughs> Tell us about why that sucks, well, Dan. Well, <laughs> it's, it, it seems to me when you have your own place, shit goes wrong all the time. <laughs> and it as could soon, be as it, soon as it, you get your own place, it's it, like the it, world falls it apart. It could be anything from an air conditioner to. Um, you know, handles breaking off, or somebody or, cutting your sprinkler, or line freaking power. Do- or dogs running through a screen door, mm. um, which is a pain in the ass. But the worst problem to have as a homeowner or a renter mm-hmm. uh, is water. Absolutely, one hundred percent be in there. Water. So I get up this morning to my son coming up about seven o'clock, six forty-five, whatever it was. Hey, there is water all over the kitchen floor. Mm-hmm. Water, like a was it like? I mean, were we like trudging around in it, or was it just like? Did it look like a dishwasher? Did it look like you know when you get a dishwasher leak sometimes? Yes, those suck too. Yeah, and if you get a bad <laughs> leak, then then there's going to be a little pool on the floor. That's right. There was right. a pool on the floor, and it was spread out a a a, a lot. Was anything ruined right off the start? Was there like not a, ruined? But when you have the water leaking down from the kitchen kitchen ceiling. You have a good idea of where it's coming Ooh, from. That's not good. So yeah. it, it, it yeah. is leaking down onto my kitchen floor from the up from the kitchen ceiling. So pouring it's down or leaking down? I mean, I mean, pretty a constant good leak. leak. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, good. we were filling yeah. up buckets oh, basically no. after that. So all right, you pinpoint it right upstairs. What's upstairs? The kitchen tub. Kitchen the, tub. Or bathroom not the kitchen, tub. the bathroom the kitchen, tub. The bathroom you tub. You have a tub I in your kitchen? So, I am so flustered right now. The bathroom <laughs> you tub. You are flustered. So I go over to the bathroom tub. There's water coming out. And it, I mean, it's enclosed. So, I mean, there's uh, there's trim work. There There's panels around the bathroom tub. But you can tell there's water behind it. And I would then, have put my foot right through one of those panels and just got back there. I, took, I, I so th- mad. I took the screws off of the side. I'm like, okay, I can slide this panel out. I can... I, I can it's it's coming from the hot water too because when you go on the faucet, the faucet's hot or the spigot, whatever you want to call yeah, it, spigot, yeah, faucet, the the, the bathroom, wherever the water comes out of the goddamn bathtub. Yeah, we got it, we got it. The faucet, it's hot, and then I can hear like a hissing sound. It's like okay, the water's going. It's all turned off, but something's still leaking under there. Water's coming out of the trim work, the baseboards, all that stuff. Can't get the goddamn panel out. Mm-hmm. So you got a day. I, I call the contractor who built the house, who's a great guy, did a great work, great, great work on the house, happy as hell as that process went. He has the plumber over there in a half hour. I can't get the panel off. And I'm just like, I'm not going to rip the baseboard off, which I think is what's going to happen. He comes, he's like, yep, we got to rip the baseboard off. Okay. Rip it off. It's like, oh, that, yep, that's leaking. Well, the problem <laughs> was it was leaking all goddamn night. And just pouring down into the kitchen. It's not good. So not good. <laughs> he fixes that. I'm yeah. taking pictures all over the place. I, I have, a, I have a, a, a fan on it right now. And then we have someone else come in to probably take a look at like, hey, can we take care of this easily? Or do we need to bring in the insurance on this? So we may be going over the insurance route. But if I was playing, Mike, and if you were playing as a new homeowner, how would you handle that situation? If you had to go to the ballpark at <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning and you just found a leak in your kitchen, how are we going to handle that? I'm, I'm still at the age where I'm calling my mom. Yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> that's a good answer, Mike. You're I right. I have no clue. So I'd just be like, Mom, I got to leave. This is my address. Help me. And <laughs> yes. Send her a bunch of pictures. <laughs> See, that we're, be- this is the problem. You don't have, you're not married yet. You don't have kids. Like, uh. you haven't been through the ringer of like, well, hey, my kid's sick. I remember the first time my kid like had a cold. I was like, what are we supposed to fucking do? Yeah. No clue. <laughs> they're like, you're you're the parent. Like, you have to do something about it. This is that situation. He hasn't even dealt with that yet. He's no, just living no. in New York, living the life. You know? So, I, yeah, well, I, so you'd call say, the mom. Phone I a definitely friend. didn't have water leakage. But when I moved in on Friday, it was the most hectic time of my life. I've never like, – every place that I've bought has already been fully furnished, so I never really had to do anything. Mm-hmm. I – Technically, my lease started on Monday, November 1st, start, started the lease. But I said, can I use the weekend to move in? Mm-hmm. And the owner said 100%, yeah, yeah, but it's a condo, so I need to get approved from the board. The board doesn't approve me until Friday at like 8.40 a.m. And I'm up in Rhode Island. And 
So I'm thinking that I'm, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to move in today, whatever, whatever. 8.45 a.m., I can move in. I call the U-Haul. I rent the U-Haul. I run to my house, pack it up with everything I have. I call the Facebook Marketplace girl that I'm buying the couch from and <laughs> set it up at, at, 2, at 2 p.m., get down the, uh, to hers at 2 p.m., and I start to drive in New York City and realize that a truck can't go on certain roads mm-hmm. downtown. So I have to go over the GW back into New Jersey, go down, cross back the Lincoln Tunnel. It was like a, a mess. And so I, I didn't get to the condo until about 5.15 p.m., left at 11. So it took me whatever, six, over six hours to, to get here. It's getting and dark earlier now, so it's like getting dark. It's, need the light uh, from moving. I This is another thing. I'll see if I can show you some wounds. Oh, boy. So I have... I got a cyst removed here, a cyst removed. Where can you see it? Oh, here, yeah. and a cyst removed in my thigh. So I have stitches in, in my whole body. They said you can't lift anything. So I got buddies coming down to help me move in. And they didn't even know it was going to happen on Friday. I call them Friday morning, like, hey, you got to be there. So they get here before me because I have to take alternate routes. And then I get there at 5.15, and the doorman's like, nope, no deliveries after 5 o'clock. We will not allow you to move in after 5. And I'm like, I got a freaking packed U-Haul. Where am I supposed to leave this overnight to move in the next day? He's you know like, you, nope, you can't do it over the weekend either. You know you have that card <laughs> in your wallet that you can pull out. It says you're a Yankees I'm, player. So, I'll, 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 I'll have stories on that, too. Okay. So, so I, whatever kind of sweet talk, the guy, he lets me, he's like, just go as fast as you possibly can. So me, it was me my sister, her fiance, Dave, and my girlfriend all moving in. They took time off of work. All moved me in, in like 30 minutes. We get everything in. And then I go to leave to bring the U-Haul back to the U-Haul store. Mm-hmm. And sure. That's uh, what we'll call it. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah U-Haul store. U-Haul store. <laughs> yep. And I'm going down a road where there can't be trucks. So I like pull over to the side and I plug into this weird app, like a truck route. And then I'm calling my mom because I'm telling her how freaking hectic this day is. And all of a sudden sirens behind me, I'm getting pulled over because I'm on the phone talking in New York and you're not, and because I can't Bluetooth (laughs) it through the U-Haul I'm on speakerphone with my mom, $150 ticket. And then it takes me an hour and a half to get to the U-Haul place where Dave, my sister's fiance, picks me up. Just a wreck. Finally move in, whatever. Yesterday, I'm up at the stadium. and have got Tim LaCastro is uh, an outfielder with us. He tore his ACL, so he's rehabbing at the stadium. And uh, he's telling his story to the trainer, and I catch the back half of it. Basically, what happened was he used the, the Yankee card mm-hmm. to, when he was moving into his place. And because the doorman knew, the doorman told like everybody in the building that there's a Yankee living there. Uh, and so his neighbor now asked him to go out to dinner like every single night. Right. And it's like the weirdest guy in the world. Got so it. he told me, do not tell a single person that you play for the Yankees. That's actually a smart move. But I, I heard five situations right there where I would have taken that card out. Oh, you definitely would <laughs> like, You definitely would like, Wait, I'm getting pulled over? Hang on. What's this right here? <laughs> I, 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 heard one, I heard one situation that wouldn't prevent me from ever moving to new york hour and a half to get to a u-haul store oh yeah you move in i mean with the streets and all that stuff like when you're driving down you said there's a truck app like did you did you do that from the start or did you realize oh shit i can't get there so i did it from the start because my girlfriend moved in like a couple years ago and said that when she because there's the the 10 foot u-haul truck and then there's like an eight haul eight foot van Mm -hmm. and the van can go wherever but the van wouldn't fit the, like all the furniture that I had. Mm. So I had to do the truck. And so I had the app going down and then I just plugged in the closest U-Haul drop-off spot. And it was like a 18 minute drive. And I'm like, Oh, perfect. Whatever. And then I get moving and I'm like, Oh, I can't do this on my normal maps. So mm. I plug it into the truck route and it's an hour and 20 minutes because I can't go mm. like straight across the bridge oh. in New Jersey and go, I had to go up to a different area. It was just a, a mess. The what whole about day. just but, parking like on the street? Did what, if fit there? Just, what if you just left where people, it there? Yeah. Just leave. <laughs> like, Hey, I, I'm a Yankee. I'm not going to tell you, but I'll just buy the goddamn truck. Yeah. Just like, can I just it leave this year? How much does a truck cost? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Probably less than that. Chaos. Unfortunately, I'm not that rich. I'll you'll, put, you'll get just, there. Just you know, put it on Facebook Marketplace. Well, it's Maybe more you can important. Sell. Make it some money. Make money. Back. It's more important that you sign a long-term contract just so you don't have to move again down there. <laughs> Be like, exactly. man, I want to sign with the Yankees for like nine years, so I don't have to do that again. Yeah. Don't get exactly. married now. No kids. Don't outgrow that place. Don't ever do it again. 
Just stay there. <laughs> stay there until you, no, stay never, there until you can't never, pitch anymore. Never, never moving again. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Speaking about that, what year are you in right now? Are you in? Is there an arbitration year coming up? Or are you out of that? What, what's the deal? Next year. Next um, year. Okay. I thought it was this year. So, yeah. I only I was a September call-up in 19, so I only got whatever, a cup of coffee in 19, yep. and then had all of 20 and all of 21. So it's three years until arbitration. Unless something changes with the CBA, that's another topic. Um, that's coming up too, yeah. Just, hmm. I think December 2nd is when the current one ends. So so what's the best case scenario then? Big year this year, probably big year next year, right? You, so you got to do two in a row. You got to do two in a row and then you could or, – or no, yeah. technically you could have a big year this year and then you want to sign before you get to arbitration, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually was talking to uh, – uh, I was talking to Cole and Kluber. And it's funny because if you look at Cole's first six years and Kluber's first six years, Kluber is the 300 plus million dollar man. And yeah. obviously Cole's still here. Cole, so he's still up there, but Kluber's worth that as well. He had two Cy Youngs in his first six years, everything. Mm-hmm. But what he did is he signed a very team friendly contract before he got to free agency. And then the first year after he signed won a Cy Young. Mm-hmm. Cole did it in like the perfect years where his, well, obviously like over the, the first three years of your career still matter your platform year is the year before you actually go to arbitration. Mm-hmm. So Cole was decent in his first and second year and then had his best year in his third year. So he signed like a, a it was a, for starting pitchers, it was a record breaker for first year arbitration guys. Yep. And then he had like a decent fourth and fifth year. And then in his sixth year before becoming a free agent was like the best pitcher in baseball. Uh, he didn't win Cy Young, right. but still he was and that's right. when he signed 326 million. So it's kind of all about when you time your best years. It's, crazy. Yeah. it's kind of like Joe Flacco. It's crazy. It's like Flacco. Flacco. Hey, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to hold out and I'm not that great of a quarterback, but then my defense is going to be an absolute stud and I'm going to go mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl and win it. And then you're going to give me $120 million. Yeah. You know how many yeah. times though it happens the other way too. Remember Jeff Francoeur? Remember the name Jeff Francoeur? Yeah, like, of course I do. So, I knew him in spring training and stuff. He was with the Braves, and I was with the Astros down there. And I remember being with like him and McCann playing golf and with a few other guys. And Frank Core was like stretching that out. Like he could have signed a couple times and made some money and like you know had it. And he kept going, and then he kept getting worse. And he never, you know, he never signed like a big pop. And mm-hmm. he was Atlanta's boy. I mean, he could have signed a big deal at like you know the you know maybe a year before arbitration, like a seven year. 85 million 90 mm-hmm. million dollar deal and he kept deferring 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 and then turned it you know he still had a great great uh, career yeah. but it was more like he was doing the two million at a time you know or the million and a half at a time or maybe a three bagger at a time like that's where it was yeah. so it's I all got kind, of, kind of a funny funny frank horse frank horse story so my dad was down in atlanta on business this is when i was 10 11 years old and he was alone didn't know what to do that night so he bought like a 10 dollar bleacher seat to a braves game and uh, it was on TBS that day. So we're watching the game and, and it ended up being a blowout and he, I don't know, maneuvers his way to right behind the dugout, sitting right behind the home dugout. And so he positioned himself where like, if the one camera is facing the hitter, you could see him over his back shoulder. So he was the nerd that's like on his phone waving yeah. while we're talking to him. <laughs> yep. And so the game's going on. It's a blowout. We, me and my mom just have it on in the background and Jeff Rancor hits a walk-off grand slam. They're down like down by three runs in the bottom of the ninth. They put up a, a decent whatever comeback, and Francoeur hits a walk-off grand slam. And we see it. We're like, wow, it's an awesome game for my dad. See all that kind of stuff. He calls us like immediately after. And he goes, I caught his glove. I caught his glove. And we're like, what are you talking about? And as he's coming in the dugout after the celebration, he takes his batting gloves off and throws them up into the stands. Mm-hmm. And my dad's taking video the whole time. It's on. Do you remember those like palm olive, like thick? They were like the smartphones back oh, yeah, in the yeah. day. Palm pilot. Palm pilot. Palm pilot. Palm pilot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yep. and so he's taking video of this. And then you can see it the whole time. He walks into the dugout. And you see the glove get thrown up in the air. And my dad like positions the camera up. You see the glove just cross in front of the camera. And then my dad's hand go and grab it. And so I actually have one of his batting gloves from the yeah, day. And, and he, wasn't gonna, he wasn't going to give those to some little kid beside him. He was going to bring those home. He was that guy. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like now if I go to get, even though I have young daughters and everything, if they're not there with me and I got a ball, like, you look for the, the closest kid. You're like, hey, this should be yeah. yours, right? I mean, and that's the way I'm, I'm sure you do this running off the field. How many balls do you think you give away a game? You yourself. Oh my God, well, How many do you give away? Nah. Like pitchers don't obviously have the ball as often. The thing is during batting practice, when we're out there shedding BP and you have 
the fans just like surrounding the outfield, they're just yelling for the ball. So obviously like when your arm's hanging after you pitch one day, you're just like, I'm not throwing this into the bucket. So you just flip. (laughs) I I could not agree more. We used to give away absolutely every ball. They'd be like, you can't give away all the balls. So you guys shag the balls. Oh, it's the best. I is think it, that, is that just do you like is, that? Yeah, I loved it. Is that just like uh, Jack around I, time? Just absolutely. like messing around? What's your I thought? I can't believe that you're saying you love that. The reason I loved it is because I used to get like an outfielder's glove and just kind of <laughs> run around. <laughs> I'm an everyday <laughs> player, people. I just like, yeah, I have like batting gloves in my back pocket, you know? <laughs> I, I used oh to get my, my running it. I used to run around, like catch a ball and like snap it, you know what I mean? And then just like backhand it to the bucket or like throw it in the stands. <laughs> but. Yes. Did I want to just be sitting on my ass in the clubhouse, like getting ready for the spread to come out? Absolutely. Was I first in there? Absolutely. But it was fun to run around. It was fun to run around and, and shag. It's a good time. I can't believe you don't like Mike, that. Mike, do you bring your clubs on away trips and all that stuff? I haven't. Obviously, like, so the, whatever, this is my second year. I don't want to be the guy that brings it. And for so my first year, like, obviously COVID was in 2020, but still the – like our starting pitchers, none of them golfed. It was just like kind of a thing that none of the starting pitchers golfed. And all, all the starters are Is that kind of disappointing golf. when That's you rare. go into that like team? Like, hey, I know what it's about, and why are these guys not golfing? Yeah, it's also very rare. That's rare. Very rare. Because yeah. um, every like Darren O'Day comes in this year, and he's like, wait, no one's bringing their clubs, so he didn't even bring his his clubs. And he said, literally every team that he's ever played for. Everybody, there's like 10 bags of clubs on going on the plane. Oh, man, um, that's amazing. Our, so our coaching staff. <laughs> we did it on minor league buses. We did that. a lot. And there, there was one time where I was supposed to play, um, but because it was like Booney couldn't play. So I was going with like, a, it was actually three other coaches and me. And uh, it was this year we were down in Tampa and then we had a COVID breakout. So then we weren't able, we were playing stream song down in Florida. Yeah. And the COVID breakout happened like, right when we flew in and cause we had an off day on like a Monday and we were going to play stream song. And so that was the only time that I've ever actually been close to playing in season. We got to get those on the plane. Cause That's, we need to know where you're going to play. I want to know like if you, if you go play in uh, Colorado, just, where are you going to play? Can't you just you know? talk to Cole and Kluber and be like, Hey, these are mine, but can you say they're, they're yours <laughs> yes, and I'm not going to be the douche. Yeah. Can, and I, then you're can good. you also like text a few clubs in advance and that, that way you can get me on there. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you need to do. No, I mean yeah. like golf courses. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I mean, Cole can probably get on, I'm assuming, anywhere. But he doesn't golf if he wanted to. Cole doesn't, Cole doesn't golf. Kluber does, So, but but then he was hurt basically the whole year, so he never brought him. O'Day does, but he was hurt the whole year. Um, I'm talking, like, starting pitchers, like, Jameson Tyone does a little bit, but he says it's more in the offseason. Uh, Montgomery does not at all. Severino doesn't at all. So it's like all of our starters. And, and when I was up there in 2020, it was like Tanaka never did. In 19, Jesus like CC never did in crazy. season. I'll tell you what, you're um, saying some pretty good names. Big names, but big no names. golfers. <laughs> That's no crazy. It's just yeah. so disappointing. Amazing. But you're playing. Did you just join somewhere? Is that for real? Or now what are you doing? Now you're in New York. So yeah. Well, it's, it's weird. It's weird. My dad joined and it comes yep. with like all family. It's, it's not a family yep. membership. But he's able to like register us, and we can yep. play at certain times. They so do these like, like vertical, vertical. This like, is why uh, he still calls his mom the fiction. No, he's like my dad. Joined. <laughs> I'm still on the insurance. Yeah. You know, you're the I'm, guy that's going to join. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't he, fix he joined, a lot of He joined this. Lake Lake of Isles in yeah. Connecticut, and and what's crazy is he got my sister's soon to be husband like they haven't even been married yet and he's also like a, a pseudo member so it, yeah. it's what it's like you can play tuesday through friday yeah. after two o'clock and on the week or tuesday through friday whenever and then saturday sunday after two o'clock yeah that's like, like these vertically integrated yep. uh memberships it's just so they get more play at some of them but i that's what i now you're gonna i mean you now, might be available in october right i mean that was what oh, i texted yeah. you like, well no but you shouldn't be you shouldn't oh, be available yeah. in October when he texted me uh, uh, when the playoffs started. I was waiting for you to get in. I know. I'm, I'm going to get into it on him right now. So he sends me a text. He's like, hey, what are you doing? You know, um, I'm like, yeah, I'm jammed up for like the first time. I say, And I told you I say yes like 99% of the time on that. That's why you were my first text. I know. And I was stuck. And then I texted you a couple years ago to play in a member guest, but you didn't have a handicap. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so do you have one now? Can we get one? I do now. I, 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 I started carrying one. Uh, during COVID last year. And then it, it like ran out throughout this season. I wasn't going to play anyway, so I just renewed it. Okay, um, good. So you, so you can get in that tournament with me next time. But, I, you know, it was October, maybe, say, 3rd, 4th, 5th, something like that. And I was like, are you going to get used to not 
Are you going to get used to playing a lot of golf in October? Well, I think was my message to you. And what's your answer to that? I mean, God, I hope not. I um, it's almost one of those where like watching, obviously I watched the world series, but like watching a, a series right after you get bounced, it's almost like I, I, I had no interest in it. Cause I was just like, sucks. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so I watched the world series, but besides the world series, I probably watched like three or four playoff games since we got, since we got bounced. That's three so, or four uh, more so than we're, 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 Yeah. <laughs> were, were any, were, were any of the three or four, the Houston Boston series? Yeah. Ah, I mean, there you go. Yeah. See, he likes the socks still somewhere. It's deep down in there somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. How um, bad is how bad is it being in New York playing for the Yankees and losing to the Red Sox in the playoffs? That's a great. Question. And I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be a dick about it either. No, be by a the dick. way. No, I'm not trying to be a dick. <laughs> it is a good I, question. Hey, I've lost plenty of like big football games to what the Colts or whatever the Giants, obviously. Oh, did you? <laughs> You know, I'm trying not to be the dick right now, and you're making me sound like I'm, a dick. Gr- I'm grinding you right now. Yeah. 2007. No, no. I, I will say so. Like me growing up in Rhode Island, like going to Fenway all the time at Boston College, we'd get those like six dollar student seats or whatever. And, and so Fenway has like a, a big place in my heart. Um, I know I can't really say it as a, as a Yankee, but that's fair. You, like, every kid's got to like a team growing up. Yeah. yeah, don't worry. Fair. We'll only we'll clip that. By one the way, people who aren't even Red Sox <laughs> fans love Fenway Park and love to play there in the atmosphere. So, so that's where I I said it. It was like two weeks before the end of the season. We went to Fenway and we actually swept them. Then it was like almost a turning point in our season. And while I was there, I said, "How awesome would it be to have a wild card game at Fenway Yankees Red Sox?" And everybody else was like, "No, it would be so much better at Yankee Stadium." And I like, yes, it still would have been mm-hmm. great at Yankee Stadium, mm-hmm. but like. For me, growing up, like going to a bunch of Red Sox games, I was like, I wanted, I wanted that wild card game at Fenway, yep. and just like hearing the crowd shut up when we get go up or whatever it yep. is, right. is like would be so satisfying to me. Obviously, it worked out the wrong way, but um, I, I was really looking forward to, to playing in that wild card game. How much are you getting yelled at as a Yankee going into Red, the Fenway? I mean, it's a big thing. Uh, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's 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 good. Um, it's like my mom is the one that. Is very sensitive about it and hates like hearing the <laughs> shocking, guy. shocking. Guy, we gotta, Maybe we should have your mom on next time. Yeah, she's coming Seriously. on next time yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. All I'm doing is tell, talk, tell stories about her. But like, it's that's like that's the game. You know, it's it's fun when when those things when that happens. And I'm warming up. I was warming up in the ninth inning of that wild card game before you ended up going to extras. And it was like every time I throw a pitch in the bullpen and in Fenway, the bullpen's literally like right next to the stands. They you they can mm-hmm. reach out and touch me mm-hmm. and every single time I miss a spot, they're just ripping me apart. They like, I'm number 73 and, and a nobody on the Yankees. And they're like, who the F is this guy? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, never heard of him before. Like whatever. God yeah. damn it. So it's, I'm it's from like, here, people. Yeah. I, I went to school yeah. here. <laughs> I literally went to college here and was an all American or whatever else. And then I went to high school here too. Apparently basically. that's how I felt after he came on and emailed you or texted oh, you a couple so days fun. later. Who the that hell was, so was that fun. guy? I loved that. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> Um, I did see a video about that with like Garrett Cole warming up that people were just relentless on him at that wild card game, like all over him in that bullpen. They're like, no wonder you know, like yeah. you're just mentally getting grinded before you get out there, there. There was, there was one kid there that was just, I mean, could not have been more annoying. And because Cole got like whatever bounced in the second yeah. inning, it was a bullpen day. The whole, so everybody's warming up yep. like every inning, somebody's warming up. And this guy was just, you'd throw a pitch and it'd be right down the middle and you'd be like, Ball three, and you're yeah. like, all right, dude, like lay off the booze for a sec. Yeah, but so it was annoying, but like that's Fenway, you know. What um, how long are you gonna have number seventy three? You gonna keep it? I'm trying to change it this off season. Okay, because <laughs> we had we asked you that question last time. You're like, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. I remember. Like, so we're gonna we're ready to change. I've been trying to change it every off season, and it's tough with the Yankees because they have like a hundred re- numbers retired. Yeah, the whole so, right. side is retired. Like all of them are. Every single one. So I, I asked, so after 2019, Jay Happ was one of my uh, good buddies when I first got called up and he was changing his number from 34 to 33. 34 was my number at college. It's kind of just mm-hmm. been my baseball number all throughout the minor leagues. I've tried to get 34 and Happ knew that I like 34. So he texted me and said, Hey, I'm getting a switch from 34 to 33 text right now and say, can I get that number? And I did. And our club, he was like, I totally understand and I'd love to help you out. But as a young guy, like I need to have these lower numbers 
for if we do sign a veteran yep. that then wants number 34. Mm -hmm. So, and he told me after you get like a full year of service time, I'll give it to you. And so then I, after 2020 was like, Hey, got the full year of service time. Can still, I, uh, still open. And it was the same thing. Like we've actually been running out of, of low numbers. Can you go one more year? So I said, all right, fine. So I'm now you're there now. That. So this text, we should send it right now. Let's figure, let's see what his answer we, is. We should call that text right now. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. your mom can send the text. Yeah, or we, can, yeah. Send the text. yeah we can get her to sign the uh, permission yeah. slip. <laughs> hey, my son would really like number 34 yeah. this year. <laughs> How many moms have actually sent that letter to the Yankees? Be like, my son would be really good to play for the well, Yankees. I mean, I'm, I bet there has been. I bet you there has. Baseball players are kind of yeah, kind of like that. We're, we're interesting yeah. crew. Um, Spider tack. You want to talk about that? I do. Okay, let's do it. Because we have it. it. Yeah, we do have it. We do. How much of a difference it? did that make this year? One, when they actually started uh, enforcing it and going out to the mound and checking it. How much of a pain in the ass is that? Originally, it's, it, it seemed like a pain in the ass, but then it calmed well, down. It, just, it became routine. I mean, the game's all about adjustments. And so, like, once we kind of adjusted to it, we were fine. I can't believe you're putting that on right now. That's well, going to stay in your hands for like hours. No, but what you, I don't. You've, you've no, seen what? this before? You know what this is? <laughs> he knows it's no no so, Yeah, do you yeah, know what this so, is? Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't incriminate yourself. I have a question. How? I mean, I pitched. Like semi <laughs> semi pro, as Dan likes to call it. Was it right? Moon Moon from, yes, uh, from uh, Jackie Moon? Jackie I'm Moon. the Jackie Moon <laughs> of, of baseball. <laughs> um, how I don't understand how this helps, Mike. I can't figure it out, man. It's too Have you not thrown with it. Yeah, you know what? I haven't thrown with it. You're right, but I don't know His if the elbow I can doesn't hold feel very good right the now. Elbow is flared up, but I can't even understand. Like when I hold a ball, oh, a ball. Here's yeah, a we ball got a ball. Card. When I hold the ball, this is too sticky to me. So here's my thing. I'm going to start it with I'm a sinker baller, so I want low spin. So I've actually never so used maybe, it. Maybe that's why, too, because I, you know, I did probably teach you how to throw that, but that's fine. But, <laughs> no big deal. But a lot of people have said that spider attack was too sticky and couldn't figure it out. Um, a lot of guys will try to cut it with rosin or some type of oil to make it less sticky. Yeah. Um I don't know if you were ever like a sunscreen and rosin guy. Yep, boom, or nailed it. So that's and so maybe that's is why that, I'm that's not cutting it. Is that legal? I, I sunscreen rosin was my well like, sunscreen. Thing. I mean that's I mean that's a health stand. I well, mean, that's so health, you put bull, I, thought, I think I said this on one of the episodes. Bullfrog. You don't want to get burned. I use bullfrog, like the green. Spray that on. Shave the arms first of all. Shave them up, <laughs> and then um, and then you know rosin. Then maybe another layer, and it's like. Just enough where it's not like I still like would lick my fingers, you know, but it just gave you enough like you didn't have that dry feel or like slippery sweat feel. You had mm -hmm. like enough tack to it. This feels like so much that I have no clue how the ball even comes off your fingers in all honesty. Yeah. I, I, I never liked it. A lot of guys that started using it would just spike it into the ground, but it does like so if, if you go no, no tackiness at all, it's. Uh, what, whatever your spin rate is, sunscreen and rosin is like 150 plus RPMs. There's like Pelican Grip, uh, Tyrus. There's a bunch of other stuff that's like 200 ish RPMs. Mm -hmm. And Spider Attack was 400 RPMs. If okay. you could figure it out, it would make your stuff yeah. nasty. Um, so you're saying so, I cheated the whole time when I played because I used sunscreen. You, I, I'm not saying that. I, I'm saying like, hey, skin cancer, that's a problem. Yeah, you, you have to wear sunscreen on They, on they sunny actually days. tried making it a thing where if it was a night game, you couldn't even have sunscreen on. But no day games, you're allowed to have sunscreen. And so it, it was like, but and then it like, whatever, you saw the umpires, they would never like actually touch your skin. They're just looking for a foreign substance on your glove, on your hat, on your belt, wherever it is. So like, because like guys were actually concerned about that. They were yeah, like, guys were yeah, guys were, had like guys were dropping uh, their pants. By the way, I already know for sure where I would have put this that they wouldn't have found it. Right. I've thought about this a hundred times. Like so, Go you know how it. you know you know how you always like tuck the back of your jersey in sometimes. Like you know when you're pitching, like it comes out a little, or you know like so you put it right on that tag on the back of your pants. So when so, you reach, look when you reach, see, he, he's when you all reach, over it. When he's, you reach he's back got there to like like boom, you put it right there and the bang, baby. Well, like just like so uh, will, just like in major league, <laughs> I would say that guys have tried to get around the system, and so umpires have been told that if you go to a certain area multiple times, that's, what that's they not check. one that they check. They okay. will go to it. So, like I normally, I'll stand up for a sec. I would always pull my pants up right here, and that's what and they check. So, 
I would then go whatever I'd walk out and they'd look through it and they'd be like, Hey, we need to check like the back corner of your pants, like turn that over. Oh, so and they I'm did, like, they did like a scouting report on you These and guys, like, Hey, where yeah. do you, all right. They've got this. Do they check down. every time you go out there then? Or if you're pitching. So a starting pitcher gets checked twice in his outing. And then if it's a reliever, it's just right after his first inning. So like mm-hmm. when I was starting, it'd be right after the first inning every time. And then after like the fourth inning, yep. um, as a reliever, I'd come in in the sixth inning finish the sixth inning. And after that inning, I'd get checked. Okay. Um, think- but then if I, if I finished the game at coming out of the bullpen, if I went to sixth inning, they wouldn't check me seven, eight or nine. Okay. Yeah. okay. Do, you, do you think it's kind of bullshit? They did this in the middle of the season. What's your uh, take? Yeah. On this? Cause it's um, both like it's flip coin flip. A lot of people have one opinion or the other. I think it's nuts though. Like you can't like stop this in the middle of a season. I agree. And, and I, I'm whatever. I, I know it affects a lot of pitchers. Um, so I don't want pitchers to be mad at me, but like, because I didn't use it, I'm like, okay with kind of leveling out the playing field a little bit. Sure. Yep. But I do think it's extremely unfair to, to, and I know like a lot of forearm injuries came from that. And I know like class now came out saying that he has to grip the ball harder now because it doesn't yeah. slipping out of his hand. Sure. So now yep. there's more forearm stress, all kind of stuff. And there's a ton of injuries once this came out. So I have no idea if that actually led to this. Yeah. But I do think it's it's very unfair to make the pitchers have to change midseason. It's yeah. got to be one. Of, if they were talking about it throughout the whole offseason, it should have been a, a rule yeah, coming a, in. One hundred, it's a yeah, hot one stove whole thing yeah. where they can competition know, the committee. Meetings. Let's get together, yeah. figure out how do we do this. Now look from the hitting side of it, Mike and Tip has said this before. If you're changing the grip on the the pitcher's hand and the ball and all that stuff, mm-hmm. how? I mean, are those batters like scared for their life? I mean, if they can't grip it or they're not used to it, now it's you know that's, that's what I was saying. You know, now they're they're not hitting their spots and they're maybe wild. Yeah. So I I remember this was, it was a Red Sox Yankees game. I think it was Michael Pineda um, had the pine tar on his neck. Yep. Do you remember that game? Oh yeah, I remember. And, it. He had it like black. It was like all around the top of his collar of his neck. I remember this. It was probably yeah. I'm going to say four years ago, but it might have been like eight years ago. <laughs> I, think, I think it was yeah. longer because yeah. I I remember Pedroia Pedroia got asked about it and Pedroia said honestly if it keeps him from throwing it over my head or something and in the zone, I'm fine with him using it. And it was before all the like technology came out of how it increases spin rate and actually helps you pitch. So originally guys would say it was to give me better command. And so now you're not in danger because I can actually have a grip on the ball. And then once science started to come out saying that it actually helps the, a pitcher. And and now it's like the year of the pitcher we're we're breaking records and strikeouts Mm -hmm. and, and velocity, spin rate, movement, all that kind of stuff. It's now realizing that the pitchers are, are having an advantage by using this. So I think that hitters would rather pitchers not because now it makes their stuff not as good um, and maybe be a little bit more scared in the box. Yeah. I, I yeah. think it, it then can work but, better to the pitcher where if you throw one over his head, now it's like he's a little scared in the box. You know? right. Do that shit in the offseason. You know, don't don't change it. Up that's in the right. Yeah. It's like that was like a winter meetings December decision is what that felt like, and they just did it literally like right in the middle of the year, yep. which is crazy. Yep. And baseball yep. normally, I can't believe that like CBA and all the other crap let that happen because that must have been you know the the player you know the um and will be players association all that it was surprising, but they did it. There's, so yeah, there was some some rule because we we had some team meetings about it before it was coming out and. Uh, there was something where like the, the union actually didn't have like much of a say in terms of like the rules. It, it was like only, it was like up to the umpires yep. union and umpires and the, the owners of the team. So it, it was something like we didn't have much of a say, but I think it'll be something that we still talk about yeah. this, this CBA. Hey, did you go to the field of dreams game? Were you there at that or were you hurt? Oh, I was hurt. It, it, it was, I was like borderline depressed during my rehab <laughs> just cause like, obviously they have, they, yeah. they're like, being, a, I haven't seen many stadiums. I had the whole year in 2020, but it was only a 60 game season, and we only yeah, stayed on the fast. East Coast. Yeah. yeah, yep. And so I'm like, I want to go play in all these other stadiums. And of course, the two months that I was hurt, it was like we went out to, for an LA trip. We went to Oakland. Um, I think we went to Houston. We were like, and then we go to the Field of Dreams. I, I'm like, I missed so many good trips that I obviously like to go to. Mm. Um, and so it, it sucked, but. No, I was not there. Did you? Would you stay? So is it, So you'd stay at home. You'd stay with the in. At Yankee. You wouldn't yeah. go to so Tampa, New York, or did, you, or did you go to Tampa for that? I was in, I was in New York the whole time. Whole time. Um, okay. And th- this is actually a, a good one and a, a good story. So, um, Darren O'Day was like, I don't know. He's forty years old. He was like a mentor to the young guys and an awesome dude. Just like really took care of everybody and like the the team prankster. Um, nice. 
But so he pops his hamstring the day that I hurt my finger and got hamstring surgery and was out for six weeks where he literally couldn't do anything. So they were like, if you want to, he lives in Atlanta. If you want to go home to Atlanta, like you can, because you don't need to do any PT. It's after six weeks, whatever. So he had a three bedroom apartment in New York. I was hotel living at the time because I was still kind of mm-hmm. up back, like whatever, back and forth um, in AAA and big leagues. And uh, he was like, dude, just take my place, pay the utilities. It's all you need to do. So oh. I was in this like mm-hmm. sweet three bedroom on the 31st floor and paying like 400 bucks a month. So <laughs> Um, it, I, it, that, that really budget. helped me because if I was hotel living the whole time that guys were on the road in like these awesome places, I'd be more depressed, you know? Yeah. Yep. But if yep. you're, if you're hurt, you're, you're picking up that tab. They're not picking that up for you. I, I don't know. I think he was keeping it because he was going to come back. Okay. So yeah, yeah. yes, you're right. Like it, he, he could have just given the lease to the Yankees for the rest of the year. Uh, but because he was just going to Atlanta for a little bit and then coming back to mm. rehab, he kept it. Okay. Hey, tell us the finger story. Did you hurt your finger? I'm just an idiot. That's why. I'm trying to think. Is this the a, truth? Is no, this a true this story? A true, no, he'll tell this the truth. The funnier thing is, though. Hey, sometimes what you tell the trainers and what actually happened, trust me, sometimes isn't the exact way things. <laughs> we happen. haven't had McKellar yet on yet, but yeah, we know. <laughs> like we've got we've got some hilarious. <laughs> no, this ones. is this is a very true story. I so we we were in Seattle, and it was the day after I pitched, and so I'm doing my like whatever normal leg lift Mm -hmm. on day one and I'm doing a single leg RDL and whatever. Normally it's with kettlebells, but we didn't have kettlebells that day. Tip doesn't know what that is. I know what that is. I've done plenty of those. (laughs) And so I, and you you go whatever on your left leg and hold it with your arm, but we didn't have kettlebells. So I stood the dumbbell upright. So like the handle was here and then you had like each dumbbell standing upright and I was just picking up the dumbbell and putting it down, whatever on like my last rep of whatever, I think it was my last set. I'm talking to our, our strength coach while I'm doing it. And I just go to put it down and didn't realize that I was close to the other dumbbells. Oh. And so it, I'm trying how would I describe this? I'm, I'm holding the Pinched dumbbell it. here yeah. and it hits the other dumbbell and then hyperextends my middle finger mm. and tore the ligament that connected this bone to that bone, like whatever right in between there. And originally when it happened, I've, I've pictures. So I like, saw it when it happened and it hurt and I was like, ah, mother, like, yeah, yep. whatever, pissed off. And my trainer, like, strength coach was like, you okay? You okay? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm fine. Whatever. Like didn't think anything of it. Finished the lift. Um, I was, I moved to the bullpen for that series. So I'm sitting in the bullpen. Like, I know I'm not going to throw today, but like I was talking to Chad green and I'm like, does this finger look like really fat to you or whatever? I'm sitting in the bullpen. He's like, yeah, a little bit, but it seems fine. I'm gripping a baseball. I'm like, I'll be totally fine. So I wasn't going to say anything to the trainers because like whatever, it hurt for a second, but I'm fine. I wake up the next day and the thing could not have been fatter. And I was like, Oh my God, it, it just totally blew up on me. And so we're in Seattle. So we don't have like the access to all the doctors and everything. And so the, I just saw the Seattle doctor and got an x-ray and he was like, yeah, x-ray seems totally fine. So you didn't break anything. You're fine. Um, it's just pain tolerance and, and swelling. Once that goes down, you're fine. So I took like two days off from throwing and, I was like, I'm not going to be a puss. Like it's, if, if mm-hmm. nothing's broken in there and I'm fine to go, I'm going to go. So I was throwing for like the next 10 days. And every time I was throwing, it was just like a sharp pain every time I released it. And so we were on a road trip. Once we came home, I finally was like, I think I need to like see somebody else. Cause like, this is not getting any better. So I got an MRI and saw a hand specialist. Mm-hmm. And that's when he was like, yeah, dude, you tore the ligament and you, it's like, it takes 10 days for it to, it's not bad because there's so much stuff in your finger to like keep it tight. So it's not like a surgery or anything, but you just need 10 days of nothing to heal Mm -hmm. it. And for the last 10 days I've been throwing. Mm -hmm. So then I finally took 10 days off from throwing. And so it ended up being like a, a full month of like shutdown before I could build back up. And then once I was building back up, it was already getting to like late August. So I really only pitched for the end of for the month of September. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. That's a I heard it was a freak accident, is what I saw on uh, Twitter. What, what sucks is yeah. like, and like you'll, you'll know this it, in everyday life. I, I could do everything. It's not like anything yeah. hurt. The only thing that hurt was when I tried to like hyperextend my finger, mm-hmm. which and is like throwing a fastball. Used is when I'm releasing yeah. a pitch and now my finger hurts. Yeah, it's like the number one so, thing for it. So we're all good now. Yeah. That we're all good total, now. Total feeling. So do you? Yeah, one hundred. Hey, I'm yeah. I'm trying to negotiate the next contract. Well, I'm also, fingers not a problem. I'm also wondering where you're gonna go because, you know, you talk about injuries and stuff, and like you know, baseball pitchers, we like to you know, 
Like, I mean, I will tweak know, my uh, hamstring. You know, you yeah, get a, fing, you know, a finger you, injury. I, I, You're I, like, yeah, I dislocated I, I, my shoulder I'm, and ripped out a socket. A lot of times, <laughs> yes, I am. But I, I, I have always said, and I've told my wife this over and over again, fingers and toes are the you worst. Did, you have said that. They That's right. are yeah. the, and I used to hyperextend my thumbs all the time. So I had to put splints on my thumbs, even for like walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. If I got my thumb caught in between like, you know, an armpit or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yep. It would extend back and that hurts the most. Or cold games when you're getting your uh, you're getting your uh, fingers stuck in between helmets or something like that. Mm, I don't like that. Doesn't feel those things good. and breaking fingers obviously a yeah. lot. It's just fingers and toes hurt more than anything else. And and you've got a, you're snapping the ball though, an important set of hands behind you. Yeah. So. What well, if, I mean, what if you said you can't, you I, can't I mean, wear no, it? What if, what if you had like I a think splint I, no, and he was like, I, no, you can't wear that? No, no, no. I had it, splints right? on my thumbs every practice, every game. I had uh, both of my hands, my two middle fingers were taped together every game because they mm. just, they, okay. I mean, they bend back or they get broke or whatever. I mean, even if you get broke or like dislocated or whatever, you come over to the sideline, you pop it back in. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, give me some buddy tape on this. That's all I need and you're ready to go. But if 12 said, hey, I don't like that splint, I don't like the way that feels, you take that off, right? I would not, because then I wouldn't be you able leave to it on. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. Hey. Yeah. I'm sorry about I'm sorry about your feel right right now, but if I if I take this off, I'm going to lose my thumb. <laughs> I kind of like my thumb, but. Okay. You know, All right. I respect um, your position in history, but we're talking about my thumb. Okay, good. Are you still a Pats fan? Or are you like oh. jo- joining an uh, allegiance of New York? Or like, how's that work? No, I'm definitely still a Pats fan. Okay, good. Um, if anything, um, well, I, I I made the decision after Brady left. I still said I'm going to be a Brady fan, but yep. if the Patriots play the Bucks, I'm going to be a, a Patriots fan. Right, but okay. like when Same the Bucks man. aren't playing the Patriots, like I, I was rooting for them hard last year in the playoffs. Did and, you and want that kick it, to go it, in? It's sort of worn off, hasn't it? No, like, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yes, it has. I think last year, like you said, people were rooting for him hard. People were rooting for Tampa. Yeah, probably. Maybe even more for the Pats last year. Okay. I mean, or is equal, but as the year as it goes on, like it's not as fresh. You know, people move on and go ahead. Now this year, even if you talk to other people, like it's just like, nah, I'm a Pats fan. You know, I hope Brady's okay. I hope he doesn't get hurt. I hope he does well. Mm-hmm. But I don't really watch them anymore. Last year, I think people were interested, especially up in New England, of Tampa. Yeah, because they were watching see what was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's that's our. I that's still no, I no. That's your guy. <laughs> I bet Mike likes him just as much. I bet as I he do. does too. But he's just saying he's a Pats fan now. He doesn't yeah, really care. Like yeah, well, I me mean, too. I, I wanted that kick to go in when they played, right? I wanted that kick to go in so the Pats won. That's how I knew that I was Pats. That's what that you're all the way back. I needed that. I needed that kick. That couldn't have worked out better for for me to make my uh, decision. So are we feel? Or how do we feel about the last two weeks? Obviously, they play the Jets, who suck, so it doesn't really matter. But they put in a good performance, and you know, if you have a good outing, maybe against a team that's not hot or anything like that, it can propel your season. It can yeah. change change how change your mentality, change your confidence. Uh, so I think they got that on the Jets, but I mean, Chargers now. Are we, are we all in? I know. I mean, I mean, we look tip, like tip, Mac Jones. Tip, We're all like investment bankers. Tip, tip is <laughs> it's like tip is all in um, on the moral victories. Oh bullshit! Of Mac Jones. Oh, you <laughs> had to mor- throw your pen down again. No, oh, closure. No. Tap. tap. <laughs> so Tampa Bay. Tip in Tampa Bay versus the Pats. It was like a moral victory. I, I are you about moral victories with the Pats? or Are you expecting wins? I'm oh, he's a moral wins. victory guy. I'm expecting. I'm, I'm expecting wins too. He is too. Yeah. I mean, I. I don't know. I I, I was still iffy on, on the Patriots the whole time. I do think that they looked like a playoff team last week. Um, I think that like Mac Jones is a, a great fit. I think that Belichick's going to be that. Don't make a mistake. Make like don't let the other team beat us. Don't let us beat ourselves. That we're a running a we. They're a, no, you a, can say we. That's fine. Say the way. Say the way. I say the way. We had a huge debate on this one time. I was like, hey, if you've if you've ever played on a team, you you get to say we. I, I say the we. And I mean, like I say the we sometimes, but I always correct it with they. If you're any yeah. any type of athlete, no, you say we still sometimes, but I usually correct it with they. You shouldn't. You should always say we. Out of anybody here, you hey, should say he'll we. Under, he's still young. He's a, he'll understand when he's not on the Yankees anymore. He will come to a point where like. You're done. A few years, yeah, it's still mm-hmm. we. But after a few years, you move on to they. You're not 
You're not a part of it. The anymore. Astros lost last night, and I was like, "We lost. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we lost tonight." <laughs> Somebody no. just asked me. Oh, I just did an interview just a little bit ago, and they're like, "They're like, uh, you know, I looked up the thing. Like, you play like, and I was like, yeah, we lost last night. T- tough loss." <laughs> <laughs> I still get a playoff share. Yeah. Tips yeah. calling down to the uh, to the locker room. Like, hey guys, don't worry about it. You'll bounce back. You'll, yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, to you the got a player house. pass. Yeah, absolutely. But oh, so um, my funniest bullet that I did write down here was, "Do you know who Dan is?" <laughs> well, he does now. <laughs> he does now. That was a funny one. Um, what about BC? Are you doing? Do you come up at all? Like, are you guys going to see each other at like an alumni event or like? I mean, you guys are both. Professional. He's a New Yorker now. Does he ever get up to Boston? Anymore? No, but you're both. Uh, you're not semi-professional. You're you're professional sports athletes. I feel like this I feel, is. Well, I feel he, he's. I, I'm in the Hall of Fame already. Oh, so I feel he will be. He will be coming up shortly. Okay, all right. You do have a vote. I I, I was up there because we did our uh, baseball alumni weekend mm-hmm. three weekends ago. So mm-hmm. they do like a golf tournament and then go to a game. It was the NC State game that we went to. Um, not, a good, not a good game. What'd you say? Not a good game. Not a good game. Um, and then uh, I'm going up again in, I guess, is it two weekends? The November 20th against Florida State. Um, okay. Let's my, go. Uh, my possible. girlfriend went to BC as well. So she oh. coordinated it with a bunch of her BC friends. And, uh, a lot, so lot of like, eagles. Lot did of you guys eagles. meet at BC or was it like an after you were at BC? Did you meet? Did you so meet? So I, I, we obviously knew who each other were in mm-hmm. college. Um, she. <laughs> She played lacrosse. She had a boyfriend the whole time. I had a girlfriend the whole time. So we never really kind of connected, but like followed each other on Instagram, that kind of stuff. And then, uh, so I knew she was living in New York. And then uh, this uh-huh. year, slid into I the old DMs. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, big <laughs> and so I, I had some plans to reach out to her, but I wanted to make sure that I was like established in New York. I didn't want to ask her out and then be like, yeah, actually, I'm in Scranton, yeah, Pennsylvania. Actually, I have my own apartment now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom helped me move in. And then also, yeah, I hired this one guy to come up to me and be like, is that Mike King? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you nailed it. You nailed it, man. You absolutely yeah. nailed it. Um, do you think she knows who Dan is? Dan, you got to be like, is that your big picture, 77, that was on the wall? The picture that I sent? Yes. That was no, you? no, um, in the stadium. Remember, no, you were sure you know, it was that. You. N- I don't know if that was me or not. I w- that might have been uh, Gosner Charles. Uh, actually, right. no, uh, no, he was gone by the time. But he was a first round pick. He had seventy seven after me, and I would assume they would put the first round pick on a wall. Time somewhere. to retire that. Time to retire that. 77. I think I, I got a, someone, uh, Barry Gallup, who is. Was you know one of the coach on the coaching staff operations guy long been there for a long time. He texted me the other day. He's like, "Hey, have you seen your picture in um, the office or something like that?" So maybe I'm I'm, I'm inside, not outside. Maybe okay. All right, good. That's, That's good fine. to know. Whatever. So maybe we'll go up to Florida State game. Possible. Let's do that. We'll run into you up there. That'll be fun. Yeah, why not? Maybe you can get us tickets. Maybe <laughs> more than you. <laughs> they're like, hey, we got a Yankee like, coming. They're like, who's that guy that's on that other podcast? We don't even know who that guy yeah, is. We have no yeah. clue. <laughs> hey, Tip, welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> can, can you bring your co-host in, Tip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I, I had one more question. I forgot what it was going to be. Um, oh, hey, how many guys are in the big leagues or have been in the big leagues from BC? Do you know? It can't I think be. There's only. There, I think there's only two right now. Yeah. Is um, it? Is it? Me. Are we in the dozens or would you say so? Are we in the dozens overall? You know, guys that have yeah, been. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it, I think it's becoming a better program. Like we, we had a, a first rounder and second rounder this past draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so kid, we're, we're kid like from the Brewers, right? Brewers yeah, was the first round. Like 15th overall to the Brewers. Yeah. Um, and he's a really good kid. I, I met him during COVID actually, cause I was looking to, throw some live BP. And so he, he was there to, to hit off me. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I I'd say around 10 to 20, yeah. um, that I can think of at least. Um, so I'm, th- I'm thinking, better. um, no, they, I mean, they've, got, they, they, they've, uh, gotten, they've gotten a lot better over the years. They put some money into the facilities. Uh, Mike Gambino is yeah. a coach. Now he was a couple of years ahead of me who I know, uh, who I knew really well at school, but great guy, great coach. Seems like, yep. you know, the players love playing for him. He does a great job. So it's, it's well, one of those programs that's, that, that's coming up. So my, I was leading the question, is, is BC a baseball or football school? It's a hockey school. 
Hey, okay, there you that's go. A good answer. That's a fair answer. <laughs> yeah, that hey, is a good answer. Until you until you win national titles, you don't yeah. take it over. That's a, that, because that, I was that's that's a good answer. Same thing. I was kind of thinking the same thing. So, um, you have anything else for Mike? Are we, we good? good. I'm, you want to vent about your no, uh, house we'll, anymore? We'll, we'll move on. I'm going to call Mike's mom and see if she can come over <laughs> yeah, and fix can, it. Can your mom come over and help <laughs> with Dan's situation? Yeah, maybe she, she knows somebody in job. Rhode Island. She would do probably a great job. She'd I'm be sure like she a good would. person to coordinate. I'm pretty sure she you. knows a few contractors, some some insurance adjusters, whatever we got to do. We could call her after. We'll just say, hey, uh, uh, Mike's mom, we you know we need Mike's help. We, yeah, we need help right now. She's done moving in. You took care of that. Now you need to help. Stay at home. Stay in the state of Rhode Island. We need help. Okay. Hey, well, um, maybe we see each other up in B- at BC. That might not be yeah, a bad we're idea. We're on the golf course because nobody golf is, golfs on that Well, team. on the golf course is happening. So it's just yeah. a matter of we're running out of weather. So if you go to I Florida, know. when you go to Florida, maybe we make a trip down there. That's also Tampa. Oh, hell yeah. We probably could find a fourth in Tampa. I don't know. <laughs> just, I don't know. Just saying. Just saying. You know, like, you know, is there a place, we, is there a buddy of yours that we can play with down there? possible okay all right never know okay uh, number 12 that's what we're looking for mike see what i'm doing i'm baiting him right into it we're gonna pull this right off it's gonna be great i mean i don't know i don't even know if i'd want to because i'd fangirl so hard <laughs> i know i would too trust me <laughs> you, you fit right don't, in with them yeah, don't worry oh don't great worry. I'm great, with you. great swing tom great yeah, swing. the first thing would be like hey uh dan can you just take a picture real quick <laughs> is that legal can we do that before let's we just get that over yeah, you don't need to be in this <laughs> fair enough all right hey good talking to you that was awesome. Right. We're going to talk to you fun. again soon. Yeah, we will talk to you again soon. Stay Sounds safe good. down there in New York, all right? I will. I will. Don't worry. All right. Talk to you later. All right. See, see you, bye. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Past Our Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.